Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to podcast number 78. I'm Chris Tilly here and I am replacing Alex Simmons for the week. Where is Alex, guys? He's in Nice, isn't he? He's in Nice. Is it a nice, nice time? Yeah. Oh, with the biscuits. Um, enough of that. I am here this week <laughs> with uh, Stu. Hello. Uh, with Dan. No, that's my <laughs> This is a good start. With Martin. Hello. With Tom. Hello. And with a very special guest, Mr. Craig Roberts. Hi. Hello, Craig. Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, Craig is star of Small Screen and now Silver Screen. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and who you are? My background? Uh, yes, my background is uh, pretty boring, if I'm <laughs> honest. Um, I wanted to be a footballer and couldn't be a footballer, so decided to become an actor, a very bad one, and that's basically my background summed up. Why, can, why can you be a footballer? I didn't have the physique, I didn't have the strength or the speed. And you are missing a leg. And I am missing a leg. Yeah, yeah which is you know. not and you're very English. good. And I'm, I'm Welsh. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was wow. bad, oh, oh, are you Welsh? That's yeah. a great start. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and Wales are playing England on Saturday. They are, yeah. yeah In big, football? Yeah. Wow, I'm so yeah. excited. But yeah. the, uh, the acting thing seems to be going all right, though. Yeah, no, it's going okay. Um, I think... Yeah. Because people recognise you from uh, Submarine, I guess, which came out last week, but it's still in cinemas. Still in cinemas. Yeah, yeah, going wide this week, which is quite exciting. It is exciting. I mean, as long as it does well. If it doesn't do well, then I hide away. <laughs> but I loved it. I saw it at the weekend, and I thought it was probably the best British film I've seen in a long, long time. Oh, God. Um, just it doesn't, didn't feel like that sort of uh, cliched Englishness that we make British no. movies and it's just it's just a really nice warm film and uh, it's funny and yeah it's smart and yeah I really liked it and it looks beautiful as well yeah no Richard the director and Eric Wilson the cinematographer they've really done something really special with, with the film yeah cool um, we will get onto that a little bit later but before we start I thought we'd just ask you a little bit about your gaming habits because I know you're a gamer yeah yeah. so what consoles have you got I've got an Xbox 360 mm-hmm. I have a Wii as well I don't really play that I really got that for my for my family to lose weight you know <laughs> and how's that <laughs> working out didn't really work no. uh, did they take that did they take that well did you, did you let them know that I I'm didn't tell them it was okay. to lose weight I just said let's play games as a family and uh, no so that's not going well but yeah Xbox 360 uh is my console. And what was the last game you really fell in love with? Pro Evolution Soccer. I'm a huge fan of those games. I was actually, I'm going to drop this bomb right now, I was actually 10th in the world on the online ranking, actually, on... Boom. Pro- Boom. <laughs> what? On Pro Evolution Soccer 2009, which is an old older game but yeah I was I got to 10th in the world which so, is... so we have an actual legend in our midst I'm actually quite intimidated <laughs> <laughs> yes. we should definitely have a, uh, a face off before you go yeah, the, dirty secret, the dirty secret of people who write about video games is the fact we're all actually really bad at video games <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're absolutely yeah that's, this always comes out when we have uh, tournaments against the readers yeah never never do very badly. that well yeah. but are you, you, you own the 360 and all that a lot but are you soon to own a 3DS I just I passed you one just before the show very cool 
I am going to get one of those. Yes, definitely get one of those. I used to have a PSP, but I don't really play it anymore, so I think that's... That's the... all right, you're not supposed to... I think nobody plays PSPs, even if they've got them. <laughs> they're, d they're dust collectors, aren't they? They're yeah, really yeah, good at collecting dust. That's what they're yeah. for. Someone tells me they're quite good at emulating games and that kind of thing, but I wouldn't know that. No. no. Um, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer is coming out on the 3DS. I'm, oh, really? I'm writing a review of it at the moment. I and what did you say what? before? I said uh, I was admittedly just uh, in fits of ecstasy over the hardware itself, and I said this is the best Pro Evolution game I've played since PES 5. But that's because I was in love with the hardware itself. It's um, it's a really good PES game, but it's kind of like the... Um, it's like, I think it's a pretty much PES 2011, but on the PSP version of it, nice. but in 3D. Yeah, it's been... The PES games recently haven't been... How they used how they used to be. I mean, but I, I think they've been like sort of screwed over with like the whole because FIFA took their gameplay. I thought you know they had like all all the graphics and like the uh, like the sponsoring and that, and then they just took the way Pro Evolution would play and just combined it and had a beast. So did you do you play FIFA? You're a fan of FIFA? No, I think it's FIFA is a game for like three year olds. <laughs> like cutting. controversial. If you if you cut it, if you want to have an easy game of football like on the Xbox, then play that. But well, thanks, Craig. We're now going to get so many emails. <laughs> no, FIFA's great. Absolutely amazing. Cool. Well, should we get on to the news a little bit? I think, Martin, you've got the first bit of uh, gaming I've got, news. Uh, I've got not just one bit. I've got two bits okay. of news um, to treat you with. Uh, it's all Resident Evil based. Uh, Resident Evil Revival Selection is a new game which has just uh, been announced in Famitsu. Um, announced where? Famitsu. Do what, when? Famitsu? <laughs> No, still not oh making any God, sense. I forgot, I forgot that I'm surrounded by people who don't know anything about games. Uh, Famitsu is a the Japanese gaming bible okay. where uh, they make a lot of announcements. Hmm. Um, of and this games. obviously is one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, the Resident Evil Revival Selection is a, um, a compilation of both Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil Code Veronica, uh, both of which will be remastered in HD. Um, there's no details on the release date, but it's going to come to PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Are you a Resident Evil fan, Craig? I'm trying to think what the last Resident Evil was. Was that the guy where the guy was incredibly... looked like he was on steroids? Was that the last one? That was Resident Evil 5, yeah. Chris with his arms the size of tree trunks. Yeah, the game seemed very racist. It was very, <laughs> it was very racist. Yeah. No, it was good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think it had to just the right amount of racism to make, to make, a, to make a good game. Um, yeah. There's another Resident Evil game coming out as well, which is Resident Evil Mercenaries 3D, um, which is... Is that uh, the one they had the tech demo for for the 3DS? Yeah, it's a 3DS game. It's like the if you complete Resident Evil 4, you get the kind of mini game afterwards where you just get to shoot lots of zombies. Right. Nice. So which of these should we be most excited about? Uh, Resident Evil 4 um, is renowned as being a high point not only for the series but also for action games, and so a remake of that or a HD re uh, reimagined is quite cool. Uh, and it's also slightly racist in its own way as well. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Racist did, gaming. Did, did we say where that's coming out on? Is that just is that PS3 and 360? Uh, and full retail. I Not imagine it will be full retail. There hasn't got that many details on it to be right. honest. Uh, but I imagine it'll be full retail. Just off the top of my head, what about top ten racist games? A feature and idea. Let's do it now. Homefront. It's not Homefront's number one, isn't it? Yeah, Homefront's got to be up there. <laughs> yeah. What was the other one with the Chinese man in the prison? Oh, Mafia Two. Mafia Two. Pokemon Black. That's no. yeah, that's very offensive. Like, Surely Pokemon White's more racist. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Anyway, write it down. We'll, we'll do that feature after the podcast. Um, I've got some news. I've got. It's a bit of a weird one. This. It was non-news that became news and then stopped being news. Uh, but it was about Batman. It was one of the biggest stories on the site this when week. When did it start so. becoming news again? Um, 
it hasn't started becoming news again. I'm, Until, I'm really, now, now it's, it's non-news. Now, now it's news. It's now non-news. But then it's going to start becoming news again as soon as you start talking. Well, about you can be the judge. Okay. Uh, they announced earlier this week that Joseph Gordon-Levitt had definitely joined the new Batman movie, mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises, which had been rumoured, so it wasn't really a big story. Yeah. But nevertheless, we wrote it up. Um, and then there was an update. Variety announced that he'll be playing Albert Falcone the son of Mafia boss Carmine Falcone, who was in Batman Begins, if you remember. Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson played him. Uh, And so that was all very exciting. They had a few quotes about what the character would be like in the movie. Well, then Entertainment Weekly yesterday uh, published a story saying that wasn't true. It was all a pack of lies. And so he's still in the film, but we still have no idea who he's playing. Yeah, because I was told he was going to play the Riddler. Yeah. I heard that. But it's incredibly brave to have him in there because he looks like Heath Ledger, I think. Do you think? Yeah, I a lot think, of people say that. Yeah. When you put pictures of them together, they do look they do. It's around the eyes, especially, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. like a real childlike version, though, because Heath Ledger looked like a man, whereas I think Gordon Levitt still looks like a boy. Sure, he's great though. I he's think, really good. Yeah. I think he's yeah. really good. Mm. He is really good. So yeah, I don't know what to make of this. I guess he's still in it, but we don't know who he's playing. Because Tom Hardy's in it as well. Tom right? Hardy's yeah. in it. Yeah. He's and Bane. He's Bane, isn't he? Yeah. Gotta be. And uh, the other thing they announced is that Juno Temple is going to be in it, who is a very lovely young lady. Julian Temple's daughter. Do you know who that is? Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> um, Julian Temple's daughter. <laughs> um, and the rumour is that she's playing a street-smart Gotham girl, um, and we think it might be Holly Robinson, who's uh, one of Catwoman's friends, who eventually becomes... Does what, what did Jim in the, in the States say about that? He thought she'd play Robin. <laughs> <laughs> that Isn't there a female Robin in The Dark Knight Returns? Returns yeah. yeah, the comic. So, yeah, I don't think gonna so. Yeah, happen. I don't even know why I bothered reading all that out, but I thought it was of interest because people seem to have been clicking on it. Yeah, Tom, you got something for us? Uh, 3D gaming. I know the obviously um, all the big platforms are aggressively pushing 3D. Nintendo obviously got the 3DS coming out. Sony's pushing their 3D TVs, <laughs> and they've just uh, announced on the PlayStation blog that 20% of the PS3 gamers that downloaded the Killzone 3 demo off PSN took the 3D enabled version. So that would be one in five people who played the Killzone 3 demo played it in 3D, which well, seems no, very no, hard. Hang on, they downloaded the 3D version. Doesn't necessarily mean they played it in 3D, though, does yeah, it? Yeah, they haven't really clarified what that actually means, but um, I imagine it's probably people being thick and downloading the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually agree with you, it probably is. Yeah. Would it, would, it, would, it, would it have been a bigger file size, maybe? or I don't know. I, I think I, so. I, Maybe some yeah, maybe thought they thought they'd get it in 3D without realizing you need a 3D really? TV for it. They hadn't yeah. spent two grand on one. Yeah, <laughs> so it seems a lot. Have you got a 3D TV at home, Craig? No, I'm gonna get one though. Yeah, try it out. It's um, it's good for gaming, I think. You I played think Killzone 3 and 3D. Yeah, played 3. Yeah, yeah and it's, re- it's it's quite exciting. There's a lot of issues that I'm still not completely convinced with. I still think uh, Stardust is it. Yeah, Stardust, because Stardust is the only one that's, uh, I think it's 720p, uh, Super Stardust HD is in in 3D. Right. Uh, Whereas, obviously, you do um, 3D and other PS3 games, and they take a massive resolution hit. Right. And so they don't look quite as spectacular as they do without the glasses. Because that looked amazing when we we went to that. Yeah, because it's, uh, obviously, it's not not, um, doing as much crazy stuff as the likes of Killzone uh, that are, so um, it can output a bit more resolution. That's a very boring answer, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But there you go, yeah, so one in five, but I don't know how true that can be. Or Are they expensive, TVs, 3D TVs? Yeah, they're not anymore. Down. Getting cheaper. About 700 quid now you can get one for. That's not too bad. It's all right. Easy I was a bit worried bags. when you said you were going to buy one and then try it out. I mean, you really ought to try it out before you, <laughs> before you buy it. Yeah. 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 Get it home. Shit, I've wasted a load of money. I think I'm going to try <laughs> it out. I think I'm going to try it this weekend. I think I'm going to go and try and watch some football in 3D. 
Well, they do that in the pub near me as well. It's just, mm. Everyone just looks like dicks, so. though. Do I've not watched it yet. Oh, oh, is everyone wearing the costume? Everyone, yeah. everyone's oh, got your pub? the glasses. Hoxton or something? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, it's actually, zing. Hey. It's, it's actually in Dawson, so it's just Wait, a bad yeah. 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 Um, but what sort of the 3D do they use in pubs, do you know? Is it... Th- I've not seen it yet. Right, okay. Otherwise, they do that, um, yeah, and they have the 3D... Uh, Broadcast is slightly different camera angles, which tries to make the most of it. Right. And it's slightly lower, and you get slightly more action. So it's shots. not on TVs. It's it's not Shutter. It's no, it's sh- it's on TVs. It's Shutter. Is it, is it just on TVs? Yeah. Ah. Okay. What? What? You, what? No, I was thinking that they, they were projecting it. So oh, bigger right. With, um, Sorry, I thought you were wearing kind of polarized lenses. Stabbed into your cerebral cortex. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> It's going to happen, yeah. Um, I've got some, we've got some exclusive news, A-Team news. Uh, We spoke to Bradley Cooper last week about his new film Limitless and at the end we slipped in a question about A-Team 2, whether it was going to happen. And he says no, Mm. which surprised me. I thought um, it was all set up to be a bit of a franchise there, but um, he said the film didn't make enough money. Mm -hmm. Underperformed. And so he didn't think they'd make another one, which has got to upset Fox because I think they invested a lot in that one. I know that Liam Neeson, when I spoke to him, said that, that it was like just going to the money men now to see if they yeah. could get it greenlit. But he said he uh, wanted to do it. Shalto Copley yeah. told us he wanted to do it. And, and poor old Bradley. So it yeah. made, he said it made something like 200 million. And that's not enough. I guess not. Well, it didn't cover the cost of Avatar, did it? <laughs> so. Hmm. Um, was number one any good? I didn't see it. It was okay. I, I liked mean, it, actually. I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, I found it a bit too noisy, which I know is stupid when you're talking about an A-team film but mm-hmm. it gave me a headache yeah but it was alright I mean oh, apart from Mr. T everyone was good apart from Mr. T yeah he's the last person we've got to ask about this isn't it is there like an MMA ma- match we can go to and ask him <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbish in that film so yeah no A-team too but none of us care that much so I do a little bit Fi- okay. final bit of news this week uh, this will come as absolutely no surprise to anybody whatsoever there are shortages of iPad 2 uh, Apple haven't made enough to cover the amount of people that want them. Ah. It sounds like there's there's dramatic shortages. Hell, surprise! Though I mean, this is always going to happen, though, isn't it? Because you know, this uh, iPad iPad two, the launch of the original iPad was so massively uh, successful. iPad two, the kind of second iteration, was also going to be massively successful. And I think it's just a case Apple haven't ramped up production enough to to, to meet demand. Uh, so if you haven't uh, ordered one. Uh, yet you're probably not going to be able to get one for at least six weeks or so. Mm. Sorry, guys. Apple are crazy though; they're just taking over the world. Yeah, I don't trust yeah. them. No, <laughs> I don't trust them. But then again, I do find their products shiny. And no, we're not going to have that use. conversation again, are we? <laughs> but yeah, they pushed the the launch, UK launch back from the morning to the afternoon. I don't know what that. If how many more, how how more could they make in that And they've pushed back the the release in the Czech Republic for some reason. That was the one that had been have fucked they? up with pushing it back. Yeah, mm. I don't know why. Bizarre. But didn't they have a pop up store at South by Southwest? They did. Yeah, them? with queues mm. ran around the block. Actually, yeah. crazy. Um, All these media hipsters in uh, yeah. South by Southwest. Oh my God, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> I tell you what freaks me out is where it's on launch day when you go in and you buy your product and they applaud you as you leave the store and it's everybody's crazy, hollering. It's very like a cult, isn't it? So it's so you, very you, cult. You do feel at like any second that Steve Jobs could come on and say, white knight, white knight, they'd all drink the uh, Jones juice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just have a bit sick. 90 just dead Apple employees just on the floor. <laughs> well, there'd be more to replace them, I'm sure. They, they yeah. had a lot of very burly bouncers on the door of this pop-up store as well which I didn't like. That's a bit intimidating. Yeah. Was it actually a pop-up store? Um, what, no, it, what it was is <laughs> they turned... I think it was in, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 they call these places pop-up stores. I've never actually seen one that is, a, that is a, an actual pop-up. 
No. But they pop up in places, I guess. I think they, it was a, a gym they'd converted into right. a, an Apple store. Interesting fact about pop-up stores is this, the local councils actually pay the, the companies to come and do the pop-up stores, so they don't have empty shops. Oh, so it works the other way around. They don't, you don't pay to have it. You, you obviously pay your that is for the cost of doing it, but they pay you to come and do it. So we could get paid for having a pop-up IGN podcast store. We don't sell the podcast, though, do we, Stu? <laughs> Good point, well made. Fundamental flaw. Fatal flaw. Yeah. 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 And what would they do? Just come in and buy a pod? Why not? <laughs> and then grow their own cast. Yeah. I so I believe that's it for the news this week. <laughs> on that bombshell. Um, so, Craig, I thought we might have a little chat about yes. your movie. As I believe this week it's expanding to about two or three times the screens it's already on. Yeah. So if people haven't seen it yet, A, why haven't you seen it? And B, what's it about? Why should they be coming to see Submarine? Why should they? I mean, it's about a 15-year-old kid. It's a coming-of-age story. I mean, that's the lazy way of uh, summing it up, really. But yes, yeah, a 15-year-old kid trying to lose his virginity before he turns 16 and save his parents' marriage from this mystic ninja that's <laughs> trying to get in between them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got a really cool cast and it's really well shot and it's, you know, it's not trying to be something it's not and it's a nice little film. So yeah, if you're bored and not watch <laughs> and not watching This Is Essex, please go and watch it. There's the poster quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Richard, uh, I would never know how to pronounce his name. Is it I think it's Aoade or Aoade. Aoade. So, I thought you'd know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was calling it Aoade and then we were doing BBC Breakfast and the people interviewing us were going, how do you pronounce it? And he said Aoade. Uh-oh. And they were going, Aoade, Aoade, Aoade. And just as it went as, well, just as uh, it went live, they went, hi, we're here with Richard Aoade. That's class. So he directed it and people know him probably best as Moss in the IT crowd. I know every time we mention it anywhere on the site, it's... I love Morris Moss and everyone yeah. really comments mm. on that so what's what's he like to work with he's really cool I mean I met him without seeing him in the IT crowd or Garth Moraney's Dark Place before before I met him so yeah I mean I knew him as Richard not as Moss which probably was the best thing <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah he's a really cool guy he's very calm but you know the only way to sum him up really was to, would to be call, call him a genius um, but he doesn't like to be called a genius so don't call him a genius. Don't then. call him a genius. Well, <laughs> so he's got quite Moss. a bright future then he's got uh, in, in filmmaking. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, he shocked everyone with his first debut. I mean, it's so, such a beautiful film. Such a beautiful film. And he's done a lot of music videos in the past. Mm. Yeah, for like the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, and he did the Arctic Monkeys live uh, concert, which I saw, which was... At the Apollo. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Has he genuinely got good taste in music? Or? I think he has. I yeah? think he has. I mean... I hadn't listened to the Arctic Monkeys before Submarine before I did it, so that's pretty bad, but, I mean, the Arctic Monkeys are incredible. Yeah, and the songs are so good in the movie that Alex wrote f- especially for it as well, which is... Yeah, like, it's, it's it really is incredible. And, yeah, he's got really good taste in music. So what were you listening to if you weren't listening to Arctic Monkeys? Eminem. Mm. There we go. Um, I'm pretty... I'm a pretty obsessive Eminem fan. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, like, I haven't got a day without listening to an Eminem song in the last two years that I've discovered his music. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. That's a commitment. I went from listening to Kooks, The, sea, uh, the Seaside, <laughs> to Eminem killing his wife. It's a really big... Well, you sh- there's a guy you should listen to then called Vanilla Ice. Oh, he's basically yeah. that's he's who, who Eminem bases act on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, it's hair. like Eminem, but the, the lyrics are deeper and yeah. the beats are harder. So yeah, <laughs> you can write that down if you want. You, you, sure. you want to stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> he's worked with Jedward. So what went? Now that is something to put on the CV. <laughs> there you go. I've worked with Jedward. Yeah. But you talk about genius now. 
I think Paddy Considine's a genius. So yeah. what, what was it like? And he's mad genius in this film. So what's it? What was he like on set? He's another incredible genius. Yeah, he's always in character though. Like was he always in character? Bonkers. So it's, it's really hard to take. <laughs> Maybe him that's what he's actually like. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty bonkers, but he's such a nice guy, a really nice guy. And you don't know whether to take him serious or not because he is in character all the time. But yeah, like he improvised most of that film, most really? of what he's doing. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see the DVD extras with all the stuff they must have shot with him. It's going to be all his, his Videos, yeah, that is because I don't know if well, obviously, a lot of people haven't heard, seen it, but he plays like a self help guru. Is that like, yeah, a- yeah, sort of a guy that like you know works his third eye, you know, <laughs> believes in like radiating colors through your body and stuff, that sort of thing. So, yeah, cool. it's very interesting and he's he's amazing in it. Had you seen his work before? I mean, have you seen any other films he'd done? I love Dead Man's Shoes, like yeah. Dead Man's Shoes, it's an amazing of, film, isn't yeah, it? It really one of my is. favorite films, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I love Le Donc and Scorsese. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah I've seen that too many times now. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? <laughs> me, me and Chris went to the launch party of that, and he was there, and he stayed in character for the whole party. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like a press like where people were going to be interviewing no. him stuff, but he was just there in character all night. And Vanessa Feltz came to the party, and it was Le Donc <laughs> talking to Vanessa Feltz. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, awesome. So everyone should go and see Submarine. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about was Becoming Human. Sure. Because I finally caught up with it last week. So for people that don't know, that's a spin-off from being human though. yeah I did my episode of uh, being human and uh, I think they liked the character so much that they were like look we want to do like a spin-off and uh, they approached me about it and I was like yeah I'd love to do it the character's really cool so they did like a spin-off called Becoming Human and it's gone down really well um, they were showing it online as like five minute episodes but it did so well that they decided to air the last episode on BBC3 which is great and yeah yeah it went down really well and fingers crossed for a Another series. I mean, so, yeah, I was going to say, is there any news on that? Because it it just seems obvious, a no brainer to turn that into a. No, yeah, but Being Human is being commissioned for a fourth series, which is really cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd like to do Being Human again. Yep. Uh, now that Aiden's gone out, I mean, there's obviously a space for another vampire. Yep. So, you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, Funnily enough, I've got um, feedback here. I was going to save this to later, but someone says uh, Alex Corey wrote in and said, "Do you actually like vampires, or you, do you just begrudgingly play them to get paid?" I I play them because I'm an obsessive Robert Pattinson fan. <laughs> I think he's the You're greatest. You're on the right podcast then. He's the greatest. So yeah, I I crafted my character around Robert Pattinson. Oh, I sat down and watched three Twilight. How many are, how many are out? Three out at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Three Twilight films and copied exactly what he was doing. Pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he's brilliant. He is brilliant. <laughs> I always when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a vampire. When I, when I grew up, but was that a career option? Like, yeah. Did you bring it up at any point? No, the career career's advice guy just said, yeah, "I don't think it's going to happen for you, mate." So, so to give becoming human a plug, I think people can still download that on the iPlayer, can't they? If they yeah, watch sure. It. Yeah, I think they can do that. And I watched it last night, and it was really good. Oh, cool. really good. The chemistry between you and the other two were great. I thought. Yeah, they're really cool. They're very yeah. good, very good. And yeah, they can go on the Becoming Human website, I think, which is yeah, go on there again if you're not watching. This is Essex or. Uh, the, the hairdressing program that is currently on Channel 4 yeah. best hairdresser what was a hairdressing program on? <laughs> yeah Steve's just writing that down <laughs> Channel 4 you say <laughs> okay. cool right well on to me <laughs> <laughs> I've obviously been away uh, in Austin Texas at South by Southwest uh, anyone want to ask me anything about what it? What films did you see, Chris? What films did I see? Well, I saw Source Code, which we've spoken about a bit over the last few months. Cause That's Duncan Jones. Yeah, film. a friend of the show, Duncan Jones, uh, made it, and it's really good fun. Didn't you also see Jake Gyllenhaal's penis last week? No, I didn't. I want to set the record straight here, <laughs> once and all, because I did not. But I did 
stop another man from seeing his penis. <laughs> because, because how did you do that? The claim to fame. I, um, how, did you, how did you stop him? Was it up you at the time or something? I, I pulled him Hide back. Hide that in here. <laughs> oh, he is a pretty man. Um, it, was, it, was, it was post-premiere and I went to the loo. And Jake went to the loo as well. And then another gentleman was going to the loo. And so we were queuing up. Uh, I finished my business, so this other chap. We were leaving. And this chap pulled out his, his um, camera phone and started filming Jake in the toilet queue. And Jake said, can you put this away, put that away? And the bloke's like, no, it's all right. I'm just, I'm not going to film you going to the bathroom. I just want to, you know, how, how are you feeling? And he's like, no, I'm, this is inappropriate. I'm in the bathroom. Can you stop doing that? And the guy's like, no, it's just a bit of fun. Chill out, man. At which point I came back and said, dude, this isn't cool. And Jake kind of was started, got out of the queue and started like going towards him to like, he was really annoyed. So I was like pulling the bloke back saying, don't do this, man. It's not cool. Pulled him out of the toilet. And then two policemen showed up. At which point I was in like, the right. ba- this all happened in the bathroom? Uh, just outside the bathroom. Oh. Yeah, because th- they were police stationed in the cinema. Ah, so they knew. How did they know what was going on? They just saw a little bit of a commotion and came right. over, and I just got out of there. But um, I didn't really think much more of it. I mean, the, the, Jake wasn't going to the loo at the time, so that, no, it was, wasn't really anything really terribly untoward. It was just inappropriate behaviour. But four days later on CNN, there was this story about some bloke try, about Jake Gyllenhaal attacking a guy who was trying to film him in the toilet. And then, like, did you see the Malaysian it's video? It's Korean, is it? NMA, yeah. That's Korean even anime. better. You actually yeah, end up in an NMA story where yeah. it's a... Are you actually in it? No. Oh. I've been cut out of history. I feel like friggin' Forrest Gump or something because <laughs> they told the full story in an, in an animated version. There's no me helping him back. He, Jake came over to thank me the next day. This is this this is my story. So is he a tall or short fella? He's quite tall. So you'd be quite threatened if he was coming at you. In yeah, the toilet definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was really annoyed. Has and it been clarified though? Because well, still, because a lot of the reports are saying what happened in there. Because some of them are saying, oh, he actually went for him, and some are saying he just had words. He just, he just had words with him. I think he was going to go for him, but then Tilly pulled him back. There you go. And uh, yeah, if you watch the Korean video, you can see that they've replaced Jake's penis with a banana. Yeah, which is unusual. Oh wow. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So source code. Source code is good fun. Um, I also saw Attack the Block, which uh, is Joe Cornish's directorial debut, and we know him from the Adam and Joe show. And we were talking about this earlier. I think your co-star is in it, isn't John he? John Boyega. Yes, he's a very talented guy and a very cool guy. I really can't wait to see the film. Yeah, he plays the lead, and that's it's it's all over the place in terms of tone. But I think I think he's made it work. It's like a sci-fi, a drama, a comedy, a horror, and a bit of like a urban kind of comment as well. But it's yeah, it's really really good. Yeah, looking forward to that. So we'll be talking about that a lot more, I think. Um, I saw a documentary about Elmo. <laughs> Tickle me, Elmo. Brilliant. And the man who looks after him. Which better, sounds better. Which is better than it sounds. It made me cry. Yeah. Uh, I saw a documentary about Aaron Senna, which is brilliant. Which will probably make me cry. That sounds incredible. Yeah. That's Amazing. That's called Senna. That's coming out later in the year. May, I think. June uh, 3rd. June. Sorry, June. Hobo with a shotgun. Finally saw that. Yeah. Fantastic. We're yeah. going to be getting behind that one as well. Mm-hmm. If you like sort of grindhouse exploitation movies am I right in thinking that the guy who directed it won a competition yeah, to well, create a grindhouse trailer to go on the DVD I was there it was at South by Southwest three years ago wow for, for the grindhouse launch the actual movie and they did this competition and yeah he deservedly won and he's a Kiwi is that correct no Canadian Canadian right and they shot the film in Canada but yeah Rutger Hauer is, is the hub with a shotgun and it's it's sick uh, and funny and yeah really really good uh, and yeah, I think the only other couple I saw, I saw Bridesmaids, which was supposed to be the female hangover, but wasn't. Just not funny enough. 
Was it like Bride Bride Wars? Have you seen that? <laughs> no, is that not, good? Not that I've seen it. I, I remember the the poster where they were attacking each other with like yeah. cake or something. I can't remember. It looked terrible. I can't even think who's in that. Anne Hathaway. Is Anne Hathaway? Anne Hathaway, Hathaway and, and Kate Hudson. Yeah. Kate yeah. Hudson. Yeah. I think this is better than that. It's quite funny. It's a Judd Apatow movie. Oh, I love Judd Apatow. Yeah, he's produced this one. And interestingly, Chris O'Dowd. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, of. IT crowd, IT crowd, IT crowd, crowd. yeah. Wow. Uh, he plays the lead in it, and he's quite sweet, romantic lead. Like oh. I could honestly see him. The, the American girls that I saw it with were really swooning for him. So he's doing really well now. Yeah, yeah. he he's could good. be going Hollywood on us. Mm-hmm. And I saw the new horror from the guys that made Saw, uh, Insidious, which was quite scary, but n- not very. Was well. it similar to torture porn kind of? No, it's a ghost story. It's a haunted house movie. Yeah. Well, not haunted house, haunted child movie. What else is... It's James Wan, isn't it? Yeah, James Wan and Lee Wanell. Did he do after Saw? Dead Silence, the the, um, ventriloquist dummy horror, which was laughable. You're pulling my strength. It doesn't work, does it? No. (laughs) So, yeah, that was it for um, South by Southwest, but I think Senna was the best film, and Attack the Block we should all check out. Awesome. 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 Cool. So what's, let's talk about next week, uh, Martin. Let's talk about next week. We've got, uh, finally, um, Motorstorm Apocalypse is coming out um, on the PS3, having been delayed, um, understandably, after the Japanese disaster. Um, so even though the disaster is still unfolding, they've decided they're just going to release it next week? It is, it, yeah. It, it's strange if they decided to delay it, why why it's fine to release it next Friday and wasn't fine to release it last Friday. It just seems a bit weird to me. Anybody else think that? Or? Well, it's just how long can they wait? I mean, it's a business decision versus a, a PR decision, I guess. And if they, they need to get it out there as soon as they can to start making money on it. Mm. And I, th- I guess if it had come out last Friday, which is when it was due to come yep. out, that mm. would have been very <coughs> fresh and raw. But then next Friday, it's three, four weeks after the event. Mm. There is a level where, which I played last night, where you're driving along the harbour and there's tsunami waves coming in over the Jesus. track, and yeah, it's wow. uh, yeah. I, uh, wait, I I'm not sure if it's well. I it, say it has to come out at some point. How yeah. much do you think that's going to affect its sales then with it coming out? I think it's going to certainly have dimmed the appetite for it. Yeah. I don't think there's many. I don't think many, as many people are going to be um, craving to be racing around in the city, which is being torn apart by an earthquake and a tsunami yeah. so much anymore. So yeah. I don't think it's going to sell quite as well, unfortunately, because it seems like a fairly solid game, just um, bad timing. Yeah. Um, another racing game coming out next week is Shift to Unleashed, uh, which I am reviewing right now. That seems to be sneaking out. I haven't heard much about that. Uh, or seen much advertising for it. Yeah, it's it's weird because um, it is a, it's it is technically another Need for Speed game, but they've kind of taken the Need for Speed off the um, off the box, and so right. it's re- relying on the Shift Two thing. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear more about it next week when it's out, and we'll have the review, um, which I am doing right now on the site next Tuesday. Uh, I can't actually say what I think of it just yet, mate. Unfortunately. Right. Fair enough. Can you mime it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've probably heard that. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, WWE All Stars as well out next week. Uh, Anybody? Like must be, you must be a wrestling fan. Well, this is the thing. I put wrestling on TV the other day, and The Rock is back in it. He's now. back. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Really? Mentioned this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This he's is back. exciting times for WWE. Really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> also quite depressing times for him. I imagine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the the really bad comedies are not well, going well. So how can he's the most electrified man in entertainment? <laughs> so how can how can uh, how can he be on tough times? True. They'd probably just offer to pay him a ridiculous amount of money to come back and... I bet. He's also promoting a movie right now as well, so... Yeah. Uh, I reckon that might have something to do with that. That is the best character he is going to play, though. What, The Rock? Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. That's yeah. His. 
That is a good character. Because he's got a catchphrase. Like, you need to have a catchphrase in life. And Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the answer? Is there, not, is there always a comeback? There's is never like an answer. Eggs? <laughs> is it always like, hey, what's, what's he cooking this time? Do you reckon he says that at home in the kitchen? <laughs> uh, are you a wrestling fan, though? No, oh, I used to be. Uh, but I think it went to a point where, like, if you're, like, 18, watching wrestling, you were yeah. pretty uncool. Yeah. So I stopped that. Not because it was uncool, but because I lost interest, really. Now I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but apparently some of it's staged. New. No. That's what I heard. Don't believe it. No? All true? No. I used to wrestle. It was all real. (laughs) 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 I did five years in the WWE. Did you really? Yep. I did five years in the WWE. I was called The Undertaker. I did did quite well. (laughs) Nice. Stu looks a bit like Paul Bearer. (laughs) You think so? (laughs) Wow. That's is that tough. Paul Bearer, did you say? That's Yeah, that was his manager. Was he used oh. to have the urn and he used to go, Oh, the Undertaker! That <laughs> <laughs> was terrible. That's, that's your Chinese accent again. There we it go. wasn't, it wasn't. Falling out of the bag. It wasn't. Uh, we've also got, uh, going from one tragic character to another, we've got Tiger Woods PJ Tour 12 <laughs> coming out next week. Um, he's been taken off the box, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, he's not on the box. Are you not on the box this year? <laughs> Rory McIlroy I don't know I don't know that would be funny if they call it Tiger Woods PGA Tour 12 and it was Rory McIlroy on the box (laughs) that's big he really has been taken off the box I I saw the box art when I was putting this together and he's not on the front cover it's it's quite brave of them because there was still talk that they're going to actually keep the Tiger Woods name or not I think it's quite brave of them to have his name in it how big is the other words Tiger Woods on the box Um, tiny 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 yeah yeah, in a little dimple on a golf ball Tiger Woods PGA (laughs) Uh, th- that's a golf game. Uh, they're generally yeah. quite good. I haven't. They're good fun, them. aren't they? Yeah, I like them. Move integration. Yep. Connect integration. Nope. Um. I'm just making it up. Though. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm checked. <laughs> Wanker. Uh, and we've also got Splinter Cell HD trilogy. Uh, continuing the trend of um, re-releasing games in HD because it's easier to make new up, ones. Yeah, I'm not sure how well they've dated. I mean, some of the Splinter Cell games are fantastic, but. Um, when it was rebooted of Conviction last year, it was like a long overdue reboot, I think, for it, and it worked really well. Right. So yeah, I really sure enjoyed it. that last year. It was good fun. Yeah, Conviction was, was, a, was a right laugh. But there was this massive trend, like we spoke about at the start of the podcast, about Resident Evil 4 coming out in HD, and, that, and um, Ubisoft had done it with Beyond Good and Evil um, and Prince of Persia, but they, a lot of people seem to be re-releasing their games in HD, which yeah. I'm not sure if anyone's got any particular feelings on that one way or another. Metal Gear Solid, for me. That's better than Splinter Cell. I always thought that game was pretty good. They should re-release that. It's never been on Xbox, though, has it? Is it? It did. Metal Gear Solid 2 was released on Xbox. Oh, really? 3 never made it over. And the first Metal Gear Solid was remade on the GameKeeper's Twin Snakes. See, that was really good. Yeah. I thought the first one was... But it would, it would, that would be nice in HD. I think there's going to be some Metal Gear Solid announcements at E3 this year. Nice. Uh, when when is Sensible Soccer HD coming out? That was that was supposed to come out, but it never really? did come out, did it? Codemasters were doing it uh, years ago. But Still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> Codemasters, right, they had this game called LMA Manager, which I was obsessed with in 2005, and then they stopped making it, which was terrible to make some dirt. You remember that game, Dirt? I think they just concentrated on that or something, but they should bring back LMA. Well, we can. We t- you, you're in touch with Codemasters. Yeah, I, could, I, could, I could let them know. What's, what, what's so good about LMA Manager that, uh, that, love it. that FM doesn't do? I don't know. It's just something, you know, we have preferences. I, I just love Alamo Manager. It was the game for me. And then they, they also did it. those series of awful, awful football games. Remember, they did one for every every single football club had a football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was 
pretty bad. Pretty poor. <laughs> there was no Crystal Palace one, though. Mm. Really? No, weird that one. Do you think sure. Codemasters will bring back Dizzy in HD? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second week in a row Dizzy's been mentioned on the podcast, I think. Is it? Has it been you both times? It's, Probably. Yeah. It's the only game you can, the only game you played, isn't it? Yeah, that and Jetpack. You're playing a game right now, though, aren't you? I, am pl- I have dipped a, a, a toe into the murky waters of Pokemon. Yep. Yep. I did as well the other week. Did you? Yeah. Did you really? Mm. What, Pokemon Black or Pokemon White? Pokemon Black. Yeah. Racist. I'm having a bit of that. It's, uh... Yeah. How do you heal your Pokemon? We should have this conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have one last game, or was that it? That's the lot. You're done. All right. Well, the film's coming out next week. Uh, Source Code, which we already talked about. The other one... Oh, what else have we got coming out? Uh, The other film coming out next week is Sucker Punch. Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch. Yeah, which we're all intrigued to sell. Hello. The cops are here. (laughs) Uh, we're all intrigued to see Sucker Punch because these the uh, trailers have been pretty impressive. Yeah, and there's a chance for readers to go see it. But I guess if you haven't got tickets now, you probably won't be able to. Well, we're, we're, to give it some context, yeah, we put on an IGN screening uh, next week, and the tickets went within an hour. We're screening in 12 cinemas across the country, but I know we're trying to get more tickets. Right. So there might be more London screenings. So keep your eye on the site. Uh, it's next Thursday, the 31st. Is that, is that right? Um, yes, it's, sorry, Thursday the 31st, that's Thursday. when we're screening it. 12 locations, I know there's a big one in London, but they're also yeah. uh, across the country, you know, Bristol and uh, Birmingham, Coventry and so all sorts of different places. Yep. So, um, so yeah, intrigued to see that one. Yeah, uh, but uh, we get some access with Zack Snyder, I guess, as well. Yeah, he's hopefully going to be a guest editor next week on the site, so look out for that, he'll be talking well, about it. I guess open it up for feedback then, if, uh, if you've got any questions you want us to ask Zack Snyder, send your podcast questions to Feedback at IGN.com yeah email me clever ways that I can get more information about Superman out of him because <laughs> he's obviously not going to say much but yeah. let's fool him into telling us everything yeah let's do that what's the ending Zach um, right listen to feedback uh, well first of all we asked uh, told our Facebook and Twitter followers that you were coming in Craig wow. so I have some quick fire questions for you sure obviously I asked you about the vampires one. First one is from Andrew Martin whose subject line for the question is for Craig Roberts from the film Submarine directed by Richard Iadi who plays Moss in the IT crowd and even though he used to be my least favourite character he grew on me I like his deadpan sense of humour it's like Ratchet and Clank so that's the subject line <laughs> is that the question? <laughs> no the question is are you still in touch with Tracy Beaker? <laughs> no <laughs> Or the girl from Young Dracula. What girl from Young Dracula? Yeah, I don't know. He apparently the said... The girl from... Uh, no, to both. Right. Okay, there you go. He'll be disappointed. Didn't he, didn't he fancy the girl from Young yeah, Dracula? Yeah, he said the latter was fit. So... Yeah, well... Yeah, no. I don't have any contact with... Well, maybe the... the uh, yeah, the girl from Young Dracula. Not in... Not in a sexual Do way. Do you think a guy's fishing around for a mobile number or something? I think <laughs> so, yeah. My housemate has a crush on the girl from Submarine, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, what yeah. she like to work with? She's really cool. She's she a really is. nice girl. I think she's brilliant in the movie. Yeah, yeah she's, she's hilarious. Really she's incredible in it. Yeah. Um, Raza Shah on uh, Facebook said, "Do you play video games? If so, what's your favourite game?" I think we already answered that. that was yeah, Pez, right? video games, Pez. Yeah. Uh, Mark Levy says, "If you had to go on a desert island with one film, one game, one TV show, one book, the book would be the Eminem autobiography. The film would be Eight Mile. Uh, <laughs> what was the other ones? Film." I was like, game. Game. 50 Cent, get rich or die trying. <laughs> TV show. Eminem did have his own TV show that was aired. Which Has was Eminem like, ever been in a video game other than... Is he, does he star in Get Rich or Die Trying? He's, he's one of the voices in it. Yeah, that game's incredible, but that, that game is absolutely brilliant. Really? Is it really good? I've never actually played it. I mean... 
I played it like for a few seconds and I thought it was pretty much, much better than it should be. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, I gotta get that. Have you ever read The one, uh, Wanted by Mark Miller, a comic book? No. As an Eminem fan, you need to read that because he based the lead character on Eminem. Oh, really? Yeah, and yeah. he looks exactly like Eminem throughout the comic yeah, book. James yeah, James McAvoy played the character in the movie, and he looks nothing like Eminem. <laughs> yeah, pick that up, Mark Miller, Wanted. The Wanted. Yeah, well, yeah. sorry, not The Wanted, Wanted. Wanted. Yeah, because The Wanted are that it's terrible great. boy band, aren't they? Don't <laughs> yeah. go by The Wanted. Oh, by yeah. Wanted, yeah. No, not The Wanted, yeah. Um, Alex Holloway says, are you a PS3, Xbox, or PC person? I think you already answered that as well. Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Ben Stowe says, what's your favourite sub? His favourite is Chicken Teriyaki. Subway, as in sub. I think he, yeah, I think he's a bit of a joke. Yeah. Steak and cheese. Steak and cheese, good. And how did you feel about saying the line, "My mum gave a hand job to a mystic"? Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of ruined one of the best lines in the movie there, but um, <laughs> there you go. That's some uh, that's some feedback for you. Awesome. Thank you for answering those. No, thank them for sending them through. And, yeah. Good stuff. I have uh, I have an email from Oliver K, which I think is a bit harsh, Tom. I'm surprised you get me to read out some of this stuff. <laughs> these aren't my words. These are words of Oliver K. Okay. Hi, IGN. Uh, first of all, Martin can't speak properly. He'll say more than one instead of more than one. Sort it out. <laughs> there is. Can I, can I defend myself? Have you got a speech impediment? Yes, I have a disability. Well, there we go. Oliver K. I'm, I'm tongue-tied and therefore I cannot pronounce the properly. Oliver K, you tongue. sort it out. You just did. I know, but it's an effort. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so you're just lazy? Yeah. Tongue-tied and, and lazy. Show Craig how far you can stick your tongue out. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> my friends when we do this is when I had I had a tongue-tied girlfriend once, which was obviously very, very hilarious for my friends when we tried to kiss each other. It was just like two Dudes. idiots banging their head against some glass or something. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to stick my tongue out at you. <laughs> Please pleased do. to know. Okay. Uh, Oliver, Oliver goes on to say Stuart can be incredibly crude Yeah. seems like he's the boss and no one has the balls to say Stu shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, he emails about game length he says with regard to game length it depends on the game because COD is story driven I just want to progress the story and get it done so if it were only a few hours that's fine However, with a game like Just Cause 2, the longer the better, because there's no real story and you don't feel obligated to continue the story. This is about this is after us talking about game lengths last yeah. week, I guess, and what, yeah. what was the best value for games. So, so, whatever, and he finishes by saying, Tom is my favourite, although he does sound like a midget. I, think, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. You do sound a bit like a midget. Thanks. You've got, you you've got, the, you've like got a the midget. Of a midget. Yeah. yeah, I struggle to get around I don't know I don't know what, <laughs> where this is going let's move on yeah move on why are you all looking at me oh because I've got the next bit of feedback it's from David Trevino howdy my name is David I'm from Austin Texas I really don't say howdy I just put that in there for you uh, you guys are talking about the cost of entertainment and I just wanted to share some numbers that I shared with the comics guys once about the cost of entertainment uh, so we have uh, the uh, type of entertainment the cost the time in minutes and ergo the uh, cost per minute if that makes sense to you gentlemen uh, so we'll begin with comics which cost uh, 3.99 apparently US dollars well it doesn't stipulate US dollars and to be fair I think with the with the kind of dollar pound conversion the, the way end. it is we could probably you know sorry skip to the end <laughs> Uh, keep up the good work. Well, no, actually, just get to the end of the story. Well, I just you just told me to skip. I just skipped to the end. Fuck's oh, sake! Dear. Comics cost three ninety nine. Takes about fifteen minutes to read them, right? Twenty point two seven pence per minute. Movies Sense. cost a tenner. Uh, one hundred and twenty minutes. Point uh, zero eight. Okay, and games cost fifty. Uh, time in minutes one thousand eight hundred. How, how many hours is that? Too many. 30. 
Uh, and that's 0 0.03 per minute. So if you look at it, comics are the most expensive form of entertainment, which is why I stopped buying them. Games are actually the cheapest per minute. The best value, but that's if you're saying a game's 30 hours long, which the which he is, many, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But then if a game like Limbo is eight hours long, it's cheaper. I guess. Um, yeah. Do you play games on on sets of films and TV shows and things like that, or not really? I no. guess the shorter the game, the better. So. Yeah, but like a game like Pro Evolution Soccer that goes on forever, so <laughs> you don't really. And Angry Birds. That's true. It never ends. <laughs> Which has got a film coming out now. Yeah, very excited about. Yeah. yeah. Is that Angry Birds Rio? No, that no, that's a separate no, thing. That's a spin-off. That's an advert for the film, pretty much. Mm. I hate Angry Birds. Uh, anyway, um, Sean Parker writes in from the America. Sean Parker. The Sean Parker from America. Yeah. Wow. I know. Napster. Uh, and he um, bought Connect over Christmas. He's got some feedback <laughs> about Connect. Sean Parker has. Um says, here's my feedback and connect. Uh, he bought it over Christmas, or at least tried to buy it over Christmas, but they're all sold out with a 100-mile radius. But um, having got a hold of one, they spread some curiosity at family gatherings among people uh, that Microsoft would consider their target demographic. And he thinks the Dance Central and Connect Sports combo are enough uh, to win over any family. So he's a fan, and he says he still plays it. Yeah. Did you play Connect, connect at all when that came out? I haven't got it. I've got to get it. I'm going to get that. I've heard it's pretty good, though. Mm. Is it not? It's a gimmick, I think. There's nothing it's, really. It's a really impressive bit of tech awaiting. It's uh, an amazing bit of software, which oh hasn't yeah. come out for it yet. Nice. I don't know what that's going to be either. Um, I have an email from Lee Cody. Uh, we were talking about old games, and you were talking about Dungeon Master. Who was talking about that, Stu? Yes. Yes, we were talking about Dungeon Master. Uh, he said that he was reminis reminiscing after hearing you talk about that. Uh, he says, as an iPhone and iPad owner, he's been waiting for, so wait, hoping someone would release <coughs> Dungeon Master for the iPad. That'd be good. Yeah, he'd also like to see Syndicate, Carrier Command, and Spy vs. Spy, mm. or the ultimate classic would be UFO. Syndicate uh, is um, being rebooted. Soon. Yeah, I heard. Really? That. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not been officially announced, but Starbreeze are working on it. What's, what's, will it look similar? Will it be play similar? No one knows. No one right, knows anything okay. about it. It's just been. It's just. It's still in the realms of rumor and speculation. Uh, if he's if he's talking about UFO, I'm sure he's. I assume he's talking about XCOM. Um, uh, he said. All oh, right. No, he just said uh, UFO. He said he heard that Take Two Interactive had the game under the wing. Yeah, they've they've done it. Um, they they tried to. Uh, UFO, if you don't know, is a uh, UFO XCOM Enemy Unknown is a old turn-based strategy game from 1994, I think it is. But yeah, it's a well-remembered classic. Um, and 2K are going back to it, but they decided to not do it as a, a return-based strategy and turn it into a first-person shooter. Oh. Then they did that, and then it came out, the trailer came out, and everyone saw it, and everyone was up in arms, and so that game's gone back to the drawing board. However, if you do want a bit of the old UFO-style uh, things on Friday, on uh, when the 3DS comes out, there's Ghost, a Ghost Recon game done by Julian Gollop, who did XCOM, um, and it's very XCOM-like. Uh, and also there's a fan-based remake of XCOM going on at the moment. Oh, there you go. You know your stuff, don't you? What, what game is Dungeon Master? It's the one in the dungeon. Oh. <laughs> is that the one you had to map yourself? Yeah, it used to be on ST and, oh, and okay. Amiga and that stuff. I'd like to see Elite. When you look, just Elite would be great on a, on an iPhone. You could just play that for hours, couldn't There's you? There's loads of Elite likes on iPhone. Really? Yeah. But if you want Elite, the modern Elite, play EVE Online. It's like Elite, but horribly complicated. Don't want that then. He also said Terror from the Deep. Does that ring any bell? Or is... That's another XCOM game. 
Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Oh, there we go. Wrong. That's Lee Cody. Thanks for writing in, Lee. His, his, his email address isn't from XCOM or anything, is it? Funnily enough. Yes. Uh, and also on that um, fan-made uh, XCOM game, I think it's XCOM Play with Game, we're going to have a, uh exclusive-ish preview coming up on that, hopefully, from one of our game changers. Cool. Excellent. Who's next? Uh, I'm next uh, with an email from Martin Cross. How or whether I should try to broaden the gaming horizons of a mate of mine. Hi, you blokes stroke blokesses. It's only the once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have this friend of mine who only likes playing military shooters. He skips cutscenes and couldn't give a toss about stories. He dislikes games that are open world and feels the need to be led through a game. I feel like he's missing out on a massive amount of fun by writing off titles like ME2, AC2, RDR... He's good at these uh, acronyms, isn't he? Heavy Rain and that kind of thing, because they're slow or boring. So my question is in two parts. What game should I try lending him to change his stupid, narrow-minded ways? And should I bother broadening his horizons anyway? I would go with the second. Yeah. If, what, just if, not if bother? If he's got tastes in his own thing, if that's what he yeah. likes, that's yeah, what same, he likes. It's the same with my, my flatmates like that. He just will just he will play Modern Warfare 2 just all the time, forever and ever and ever. So yeah, I've nice learned that you just shouldn't force things on people. Yeah, totally. I've tried it a lot and it doesn't work. That's very true. And how many, how many times have you been to police about I've that? I've been to prison. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't force it on him. I mean, this is why it comes back to the Mass Effect 2 thing. This is why I hated Mass Effect 2, because sitting there through all these internal bloody cutscenes, I just got bored. Yeah. I just pick up a controller and I want to play a game. I don't yeah. want to watch, you watch a movie. A, you watch a movie if yeah. you want to watch a movie. Yeah. Between the cutscenes, though, there are, are some awesome action bits. Really? I'm not, not, that, they're not that awesome. <laughs> I'm like that. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm loving it anyway. So. On the Call of Duty thing, though, I've actually never seen a thing about Call of Duty. I've never really seen the big buzz. I've played it and I don't really like it. Is that bad? No. 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 It's a very... It's a, it's a, it's very much designed like a casual game. It's almost like Farmville kind of thing. Kind of thing. It's just got that constant pull of it because the online thing's got that... Um, Constant rewards, but it is—it's like a casual hardcore game. So but it's many just like people that. play it. I don't understand Farmville. Oh my god! Imagine Call of Farmville, <laughs> where you just go around shooting sheep. Sounds like a It'll game for whales. It is quite divisive, <laughs> though. <that laughs> I said shooting sheep. Sheep, sheep, sheep. I have an email from uh, a man with a very nice name, uh, Luke Frolic. Everyone loves Luke Frolic. What's name. up, Martin? I was just I was mouthing what number so you can uh, quietly without but drawing the attention to the trouble is you, you the trouble is you mouthed it in such a way I can't understand what you were saying I'll you mouth it. you mouth like you talk you mumble your mu- mouthing we don't normally stop and start this often crazy no, no. we bloody do <laughs> I have an email from Luke Frolic and he says hello IGN UK crew hi hi Luke um, referring to game change his first point is um, congratulations to Ewan and Lydia on the new job you two fit in well on the podcast so they were really good I thought last week yeah. I, had a, I, had a, I had a listen to it this morning and they did sound great this is a competition we ran Craig for to find a new presenter and writer for the site because oh, all wow. the ones we've got are rubbish yeah oh, really? pretty yeah. much and uh, yeah we picked our two winners and they did a fantastic job so Nice. Thanks for that, Luke. Uh, and he also writes, I'm terrible at doing art on the computer, but I had a website to help me out. It was either that or stick figures. Hope you like it. And it's a picture of all of us based on the uh, BAFTA photograph that you all took. Yeah. And uh, having seen the picture and seen this artwork, it's very impressive. I think so. <laughs> there we go. Say something. All right, so uh, <laughs> if you want to see the picture and you're listening, you can go on Facebook and have a look. So Facebook is facebook.com. Are we going to put, we'll put, put this on the story put, as well? We'll put the pictures next to each other on the story so you can see what he's based this on. But we're pretty much our South Park characters. I look a little bit like Michael Jackson. 
Yeah, <laughs> 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 I love the way he's got the point, the, the fact that Lydia but just he was in, right in front of your of my face. face. Yeah, you do look like Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, great job. Thank you very much for that. On uh, a similar uh, note, we've got uh, another awesome bit of um, read uh, listener art from uh, Mark Levy. This one is just incredible. Uh, again, this will be up on the site uh, so you'll see it. But the it's level of Facebook. detail on, on yeah. Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, the level of detail is amazing. Alex is dressed up as Link. Dan is in his gimp mask in a pool of his own tears. Um, Chris, you're surrounded by film. And I'm black. And you're, and you're, and you're bald as well. <laughs> I'm bald and black. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's uh, fine. I'm wearing a Thundercats porn t-shirt. You look which... amazing. You look so much like that in real life. Yeah, He's yeah, even got really your good. rolled up jeans, which is awesome. It's obscene, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's so good. Uh, and Stuart, a little Stuart, his little headphones on. Yeah. His little belly. His little and belly. Tom, as a, as a China, China man. China man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. What, was he, what was the name? Uh, Mark, Mark Levy. And yeah, that's I think we should try and maybe set, get some stuff together to send to him. Cause he's yeah, totally. Yeah, I, think we're gonna work I guess if I say that's the best bit of art we've had. Yes, I would mm. say that. So yeah, it's non raise the bar. Can you draw, Craig? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is quite Dis- depressing. Disappointing, really. <laughs> it is disappointing. <laughs> I can't draw or sing, which uh. is... I mean, I'm such a bad singer, even autotune sounds terrible when I (laughs) sing with it. So, would you mind singing a song for us now? (laughs) That's how we traditionally finish the podcast when they sing us a song. We get our guests to sing an Eminem song. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it for the reader feedback people? That's that's it, it. yeah. Cool. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Tom. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Team IGN UK. And Facebook, Martin. Facebook.com. It's a forward slash team like UK. It is. It yeah. is. Yes, yes. Um, other couple of plugs. Uh, Kapow is coming very soon. Mere weeks away. Kapow Comic Con, two, two weeks pretty much from when this goes live. So uh, if you haven't bought your tickets, do so. Uh, it's Kapow. It's only Com- two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's weeks away. April yeah. the 9th and 10th. Business Design <laughs> Centre in Islington. Um, KapowComicCon.com for tickets or check our site because we will be launching our hub with lots of um, lots of announcements some of the big movies are going to be announced in the next week so something amazing happening in the IGN arena on Saturday which is Mark Miller and the comic book crew will be trying to set two Guinness World Records by creating the fastest ever comic book ever created with the most collaborations ever two separate yeah. records so yeah. that's all happening in the IGN arena but better than that aren't we doing a podcast from there Whoa! Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is the plan. <laughs> yeah, and we might be able to get some readers involved. So come down, you might end up starring on the podcast, just like Craig has today. Yeah, yeah. we can make <laughs> someone's dream come true. Since you were a little nipper, this is what you wanted to do, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. This is why you made Submarine. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and has it lived up to expectations? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Awesome. Well, you can come back every week. Brilliant. Yeah, we can, That's a deal. We can make that happen. Uh, are we, have we got some BAFTA? Um, just to say that we had a really good time at BAFTA, so uh, thanks for everyone who tuned in um, on the live stream. You can now watch a replay on the site. Uh, I think there's a banner across the site. There should still be anyway. And uh, yeah, thanks to everyone who joined in on Twitter. It was lots of lols. It was a good night. Yeah. There we go. Cool. And I think that's it for this week. So yes. thank you for listening, pod people. Go and see Submarine. Yeah, go and see Submarine. Thank you for coming in, Craig. No, thank you all. Thank you. And you are welcome back anytime. Brilliant. I shall be back tomorrow. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.